Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are in part two of our current study on Holy Alliances and the New World Order. And in our last segment, we address the interfaith efforts of Pope Francis, with emphasis on his covenant agreement with Grand Ayman Ahmed al-Talib, Egypt's Islamic cleric. We learned that they had drafted a manuscript together, titled, Document on Human Fraternity for World Peace and Living Together. The document inspired the creation of an interfaith religious compound named the Abrahamic Family House that will be constructed in 2022 on an island in the Middle Eastern city of Abu Dhabi, which is the capital of the United Arab Emirates. The compound will consist of a mosque, synagogue, and church standing side by side. Many are calling this project the One World Religion Headquarters with its stated purpose to bring about understanding and tolerance among the various faiths. However, that resolution is deceptive at best and deadly at worst. For while they preach tolerance and acceptance, Ayman Ahmed al-Talib has boldly stated that Muslims who convert to any other religion, especially Christianity, should be killed and it is illegal to have a cross displayed in the UAE. Therefore, the church that will stand besides the mosque and synagogue will not have one displayed. Additionally, the UAE defers to Sharia law, which strictly prohibits apostasy from Islam, and Abu Dhabi is part of the UAE, where it is illegal for Christians to evangelize. Therefore, we can see that any proposed understanding or tolerance is superficial and only on their terms. The Abrahamic Family House is already spreading its tentacles to Washington, D.C. and New York City, where coexist propaganda is being touted by the chapters that are being formed there. And while that Antichrist project gains momentum, Pope Francis is spreading his interfaith one-world religion agenda across many other platforms that cross over into the political arena as well. This is to be expected because the one-world religion and the one-world governmental and economic systems will be woven together into the fabric of the Antichrist global empire. As witness to this entwined fraternity, on December 17th, Vladimir Putin wished Pope Francis a happy birthday with this proposal. I am certain that with our joint efforts, we will be able to do a lot to protect the rights and interests of the Christians and to ensure the multi-confessional interfaith dialogue, end quote. An interesting side note about Putin is that he has a strong devotion to Roman Catholicism's Mary. In fact, it has been purported that he actually dedicated Russia to her. A few years ago, he visited Pope Francis and asked him to fulfill the request of Our Lady of Fatima that Russia be consecrated to the Sacred Heart of Mary. This is referring to the supposed account of the Virgin Mary appearing to three children on October 13, 1917, in Fatima, Portugal, whereby, in addition to many other instructions, she gave them three secrets. 
Two of these secrets were revealed in 1941. The text of the third secret was officially released by Pope John Paul II in the year 2000. According to various Catholic interpretations, the three secrets involve hell, World War I, and World War II. Putin's intrigue and devotion to Roman Catholicism's Mary is significant for this reason. The apparition of this Babylonian spirit will play a vital role in the Antichrist deceptions. She has already appeared across the globe with messages such as, My son is coming, and when he comes, listen to him. This is in reference not to Jesus, but to the Antichrist. Statues of her have been purported to have tears of oil falling from her eyes, as well as miracles of healing that have been credited to her. Surely this phenomena will be part of the false signs and wonders that will include those that the false prophet will perform. And her testimony, in recognition and support of the Antichrist, will hold much sway as well. Tony Blair in his Interfaith Initiatives is another formidable New World Order player that we should be keeping our eyes on as we consider the unholy alliances that are being formed in this global effort, sometimes in an obvious way and at other times behind the scenes. To learn a little bit more about him, Blair served as the former Prime Minister of the United Kingdom from 1997 to 2007. On his resignation, he was appointed Special Envoy of the Quartet of the Middle East, a diplomatic post which he held until 2015. In 2008, he established the Tony Blair Faith Foundation, and since 2016, its work has been continued by the Tony Blair Institute for Global Change. Another point of interest about him is that he converted to Roman Catholicism in 2007 which is more noteworthy than most may realize, for it indicates further alliance with this Babylonian system. To understand just how significant Blair's involvement in the enemy's schemes continues to be, and how it has infiltrated the Church, allow me to share a commentary entitled Rick Warren, Tony Blair, and the New World Order, written for First John 4-5 WordPress. Although it goes back over a decade ago, its one-world religion-slash-New World Order agenda is still being carried forward. And allow me to also mention here that these are facts to be discerned and considered, without any intent to disparage anyone. They write, on March 7, 2011, Roger Oakland, founder of Understand the Time International, and two other members from his ministry, attended the Peace in a Globalized Society Forum at Saddleback Church in Lake Forest, California, which featured Rick Warren and special guest, former UK Prime Minister Tony Blair. Roger Oakland and his co-workers obtained eyewitness seats at the event that included well over 2,000 people in attendance. Although cameras and recorders were not allowed in the main sanctuary where the interview took place, the UTT team took notes. What Oakland and his team heard caused them much concern, thus the reason for this special report. Warren and Blair spoke about Warren's peace plan and his three-legged stole plan, which supports business, government, and the church. Tony Blair spoke about his interfaith faith foundation. 
Both speakers were noticeably excited about what they were doing for the world. According to a 2010 UK Observer report, Tony Blair's plan to launch a faith offensive across the United States would take place within that next year. After building up relationships within a network of influential religious leaders and faith organizations. At the forum, both Warren and Blair stated that the only way a global peace could happen on planet Earth in the future would be for all faiths to work together and to do good together. The audience at the forum appeared to be mesmerized and awestruck as they were wooed with discussion on faith, good works, democracy, and coming together. Beneath the vernacular, however, was another story. Blair and Warren also mentioned that they had been partnering with the president of Rwanda in an effort to develop a purpose-driven country as an initial step to establishing a purpose-driven world. In 2005, Rick Warren announced his global peace plan to his congregation and then in 2008 announced that Rwanda would be the first purpose-driven country. In 2003, he said of New Age sympathizer Ken Blanchard that he had signed on to help with the peace plan and that he's going to be helping to train us in leadership and in how to train others to be leaders all around the world, end quote. Blanchard is just one of the many new spirituality leaders whom Warren has turned to for assistance in building his peace plan globally. While Blanchard's name is not mentioned much publicly by Rick Warren these days, the fact remains that he sat on Blanchard's board of advisors with a number of New Agers at Blanchard's Lead Like Jesus organization. Blanchard is known for his promoting of New Age mystical teachers for many years, as well as sitting on the board of the New Age Hoffman Institute. In 2007, Blanchard wrote the foreword to a book that was inspired by a Hindu Swami. This can only be described as an unholy alliance, no matter how sincere the motives may be. Warren also partnered with Chuck Colson in Evangelicals and Catholics Together, while stating that minor doctrinal differences should not keep the two groups from coming together in peace and in doing good. However, the doctrinal differences between Roman Catholicism and genuine Christianity are so dramatically opposed to one another that it is truly as light is to darkness and life is to death. With these facts before us, it might be that neither Rick Warren nor Tony Blair nor Chuck Colson, for that matter, understood or yet understand that their goals for interfaith peace, togetherness, and understanding, apart from the unadulterated word of truth, have been fulfillments of Bible prophecy, which speaks of a peace that is not from God, but that is of the Antichrist spirit, or that this false peace and unity will be one of the greatest deceptions that the man of lawlessness will wield in his global control over all people on earth. Tony Blair's foundation is still active, as is the premise behind Evangelicals and Catholics Together. And while it was announced in June of 2021 that Rick Warren is retiring from his role as lead pastor of Saddleback Church due to an illness that has affected his ability to fully serve, the efforts that he has championed, whether knowingly or unknowingly, 
in the formation of a one-world religion and the new world order it will play a vital role in have been monumental, which should serve as a caution to all who name themselves a follower of Jesus Christ, to be all the more certain, to test every spirit, to be sure it is of God in order that we remain firmly grounded on the solid rock of Jesus Christ and his unadulterated word of truth. For the examples that I just shared with you are only a mere sampling of an ever-growing interfaith deception and the unholy alliances it is birthing that has not only taken over the world, but much more dangerously has beguiled much of the church as well. And this is where we must pause for now. Please join me next time as we continue in our study of unholy alliances and the New World Order. And until then, do not shrink back from proclaiming the true gospel of Jesus Christ, who alone is the way, the truth, and the life. And as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com. Dot agape light ministries dot com.